Hey, what's up, guys? This is Fairy Child coming to you from the streets of Harlem, and it is Sunday, and I wanted to do a little podcast. Nothing too long, you know, because I can be very long-winded. I just have so much to catch up on. Excuse me if my nose feel a little stuffy. Well, my nose is a little stuffy. Um, I feel better, though. I feel better. You know, I was feeling a little, like, a little under the weather these past couple of days, but I feel great now. But this podcast is about... Well, actually, I did one before, and it was titled Love Who Loves You, you know? Like, I think if you have somebody that's out here, have your back. They support your dreams. They support your goals. They encourage you. They inspire you. They might get irritate you. They might even get on your nerves sometimes, but those people are in your corner. And I had to come to the realization that I don't have many people in my corner. I am in all of my four corners. I don't have my parents anymore. I don't have a big family. So I have to be the breadwinner. I have to be the support system. I have to be the confidant and everything. And it feels very refreshing when you have someone that has your back. And I mean that by every meaning of the word. Like, I just feel like I'm so used to being so super independent. And I think that comes from me being on my own since a young age and always working I've had my like I had a job since I was 14 years old I've always been working I started my business when I was 27 years old now I'm 39 so I've been in the entrepreneur business for a long time relying on myself I had to you know boss up because sometimes I would let people walk all over me with business and you can't do that business is business it's nothing personal so throughout the years I've learned how to be not aggressive, but learn how to speak my mind and just be very adamant about what I want and what I deserve. And if you're not trying to, you know, fall suit of any of that, you can keep it moving. It's no shade, no love loss. It's just like, I know what I deserve and I know what I want. So I am going to do a little story time. I'm not going to go into too many details because I don't like to be too, you know, revealing, but I have someone in my life that has been in my life for a while and we're friends, nothing romantic, nothing intimate, none of that. But this person has my back front, side to side, up and down and around and around. Like this person has been here for me, even when I don't need support, they're there. Um, If anything ever happens, they're there. If it's three o'clock in the morning and I hit my toe on the edge of the bed and I'm crying, I can call that person. Um, If uh, something comes up that's like really, really expensive and I'm not able to get it at that moment, this person is there for me to purchase it. And I realized this person that I'm talking to you about, um, he's not listen we argue like we're married like we get in little arguments disagreements there's a lot of things that he does that irritates the hell out of me um it's a lot of superficial things that irritates me too and I know I could work on those things but when it comes to the love that this person has for me it actually makes me feel sad that I feel like I'm not reciprocating it back I'm to be honest I'm not in love with this person On a romantic level, I feel like we definitely can be really good business partners and make money together because this person always got my back. This person, like, takes care of me, and I take care of myself, but I've never had another person take care of me, you know? I I don't trust nobody enough to take care of me. I'm too damn proud to act like I need any help from anybody. Like, I'm very independent, self-sufficient. 
Um, so when I have someone in my life um, that's always there for me, he's always there for me. And it kind of, you know, pulls on my heartstring. And um, yesterday we spent like the whole entire day together because um, he's moving into a new place. So I was helping him move into a new place. And um, he told me basically... I'm going to give you some money so you can furnish my whole place. Like, I, I admire your style and you can pick out everything because I want this home to be yours, too. Like, and I'm like, I got my own place. You know, my own place is very cozy and nice. But he's like, no, I want you to come over more than more often. Um, whatever it is that you want to get for the place, let me know and I'll just give you the credit card. So I'm like, okay, I already, he has a beautiful place. So I already told him, I said, listen, I already know the couch, the, uh, the, the, um, section who I want to get. He needs to get a bar for the crib. Um, he needs to get a nice cozy rug for the crib. He needs to get a nice mirror. It's certain things that aesthetics that I like to make me feel comfortable. And maybe if I can really, if he's giving me this option to do it. I will go over a little bit more because he did live in a really, really nice high-rise building. His rent was extremely expensive, like 3000 and some change. And the building was a little ghetto. Because you know, when you have those type of buildings, you also have to have like 10% of low income. So the building was a little kind of, the building was a beautiful brand new building, but I wasn't feeling the energy. So he recently just moved and he's renting this place for a year. And then after a year, he's going to purchase a home. So he's going to save up for a year. His new apartment is not as fancy as the other building, but it's still nice. It's really nice. It's a nice little gated security area situation. So it's a, it's a nice vibe. It's really nice. And I'm so proud of him that he moved and he's a boss. Like he's not out here living with mommy and daddy and, and trying to get a free ride. Like he's a grown ass man. He's educated. Not the type of person that, like I said, I'm attracted to. No offense to him. Not that he's ugly or anything. I just have my own type of idea of the band that I want to be with. So I was talking to my girlfriend yesterday and she's married. And um, we had a long conversation and I was explaining to her about this guy. And what she said to me kind of like, wow. You know, I was like, damn, you're right. She said, if you got somebody in your corner, she said, first of all, this is 2023. It's literally like every man for himself. So if you got somebody that's your friend, somebody that's going to tell you the truth when you need to hear it, somebody that is not going to let you walk all over them, you know, they're going to challenge you. They see your worth. They're willing to support you. They're willing to give you what you need. They're willing to love you the way you want to be loved. Why wouldn't you want to be with someone like that? And I thought about it, and I, my reason back was kind of superficial. And I'm like, because I'm not attracted to them that way. Um, the chemistry is great as far as friendship goes and business go, but intimacy, no. Um, no shade. I'm just not intimately attracted to this person, maybe yet. Um, I'm just not. And I feel like in order for me to be in a happy, loving relationship, I want to be physically attracted to my partner. And like I said, again, it's not that he's not attractive. It's just not the type of attraction that I want for me. So um, that being said, that is my hang up. Um, I also have a well-known guy that likes me. Um, I'm kind of like distant with this dude because he got a lot of women 
when I say a lot, a lot of women like this guy, I guess because of the caliber, his status, or how he's known in Harlem, or how he's known in the streets. A lot of girls like him, so I'm sure he got a lot of girlfriends and baby mothers and all of that. I'm not into that shit. He likes me. I think he's attractive, you know, or whatever. But I'm not the girl that's, I don't chase nobody. Um, I don't do none of that. I would never. So I feel like, I don't know where that's going with this conversation. But the moral of the story is, I really have to do some self-inventory. Because my friend, the one I was telling you about, um, wants to marry me. So um, we was talking yesterday. And he's like, I want to marry you. And I want to take care of you. And blah, 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 blah. And I'm just like, whatever. Because at the end of the day, marriage to me is a partnership. And the way I view partnership is kind of like a business arrangement. And that's horrible. But I want to, I don't want to marry for a business re- relationship or for like those reasons. I want to be in love. And I have to tell him I'm not there. You know, I'm not there. Could I grow to get there? Maybe. But that's a big maybe. And that's a big, big jump for me to marry you. And I'm not sure if I'm in love. That That's delusional. And I don't want to get a divorce. I've never been married. Um, this is will be my first time. And I just don't, I didn't visualize my marriage that way. I visualized me getting engaged to the love of my life. And we ride off into the sunset. Delusion. And I realized at the end of the day, this person has my freaking back. Front, back, side to side. Willing to buy me a home. Willing to buy me a brand new car. Willing to be there for me. Willing to support my dreams. Willing to invest in my business. Willing to do all of these things. And I'm still hesitant. Because I am not attracted. So guys, what do you think I should do? Like, give me some advice. Ladies, if you had a man out here that you were not 100% attracted to because certain reasons. But those reasons could be fixed. Would you give this person a chance? Will you say, you know what? This person really cares about me. Let me see where this can go. Or would you just stand on your beliefs like, hell no, I'm going to wait for Prince Charming, which may never come. Prince Charming might come and he might be gay. You know, it's just so many things that you have to worry about. So I just feel like at this point in my life, I'm going to be 40 years old and I'm ready to live. I'm ready to make this money. I got so many like plans for 2023 for my business and goals that I'm, I'm working on and, and opportunities to make more money and people that I'm meeting that, um, doors that were closed to me are finally opening like girl and guy. I am so grateful, but I'm just at the place of my life where I'm like, what am I doing? Like, so I continue want to just be a serial dater, dating these losers and, you know, maybe the loving is good, but then that's it. They ain't got nothing to give you besides cock. You understand me? Nothing to give you. No money. They ain't got no home. They don't got no 401k. They ain't got no fucking plan. All they got is cock and, and fucking Casamigos to get you drunk. Fuck y'all niggas. Y'all niggas are clowns and y'all wasting my motherfucking time. You understand me? So my whole tea is, should I continue dating? I'm not even dating. We just friends. So could I, should I give my friend a chance to be more than friends? Or should I just continue just keeping it friendly? And as far as the guy that likes me, that has all of the hoes, should I keep wasting my time even entertaining him? Like, I'm like, when we going on a date? He's like, oh, when I take you out of the country, we're going to go on a date. I ain't got time for shit like that. So I'm about to cut this nigga off too. That's why I have boundaries. 
a nigga think he got money, you could just do what you want to do. You could do what you want to do with those bitches because they desperados, not me. You understand me? You could never, ever try to put me second, third, fourth, fifth, bitch. I'm number one. And if you don't see it as such, then keep it moving. Ain't, ain't, ain't going to be no sweat off my goddamn forehead. I don't sweat on my forehead. So I'm just saying, at the end of the day, I'm getting older and I need to make some really executive decisions. And I want your opinion. So should you love the person that love you back? I just did the podcast. I do have love for the person that loves me, but I'm not in love. Um, the man that I had one man in my life. Well, I had two men in my life that I was so freaking sexually attracted to. OMG. I mean, and that's sad because that's sexually attraction, right? So there you go. I'm thinking with my lady parts instead of thinking with my brain. But I had two guys in my whole entire life of 39 years that just did something to me, you know? Like, we could just look at each other and it's like, okay, let's get it popping. You understand me? It was no negotiating. It was just like, it is what it is. But was the chemistry um, really, really fireworks or was it just sexual chemistry? I don't know. I don't... Maybe it was sexual chemistry. Maybe it was both. I really don't know, but I want that feeling. I don't want to fall in love with my friend that I'm not sexually attracted to. I mean, I want to fall in love with my best friend that I'm sexually attracted to. But if I'm not finding you sexually stimulating, then I'm not. It's going to take me longer to get there. And on that note, I got to go. It's um, Sunday, Super Bowl Sunday. I'm going to go to my friend house. I'm telling you about. We're going to go get some food to cook to watch the Super Bowl. We're going to go hit up the liquor store, get some drinks. We're going to have like a little Super Bowl party in this new apartment. And we're going to just vibe, you know, vibe, talk about the plans. Um, He's investing in my embroidery machine. I was going to buy it myself, but I don't even have to, you know, see how God works out. And we're working on towards getting this money. So on that note, I hope you guys are having a wonderful Sunday. I hope you guys are staying sucker free and I hope you guys are blessed. Um, Anybody out there that is fighting demons are in depression. Listen, like I said before on my last podcast, Take it one day at a time, you know? Not every day is going to be a bed of roses. Not every day is going to be a world of darkness. You have to take it one step at a time, and you have to know who the fuck you are. If you done gave up on life, you don't want to work out, you don't want to take care of yourself, you don't want to do anything, you don't want to work, you just want to sit in the house and get drunk and smoke weed and be depressed, then, bitch, excuse my language, and, nigga, then that's what you're going to get. You ain't going to ever get out of that. But if you wake up one day and you look in the mirror and you know who the fuck you are, you remember who you are, you remember who you were when you were in high school, you remember that person you were when you were in your early 20s, you're going to snap out of it. And you're going to be like, you know what, let me get it together. Let me clean up my motherfucking house. Let me clean up my room. Let me clean up my brain because it's overwhelmed with a whole bunch of nonsense that it doesn't belong here. So I think anybody going through any sadness right now, any grief right now, Um, especially with grief. I am the queen of grief. I know what grief is. I lost everybody that I love. I say that on every podcast. Everybody that meant something to me, I lost them. They're no longer here. And I had to learn to live without them. And it's so devastating because you want to hug them. You want to talk to them. When good things happen, you want to celebrate with them. But, you know, you just have to remember the memories. You have to always know that they're with you because we are spirits. Our body is a vessel, but spirit is always there. You can talk to them. You could pray to them at night. You could ask them to come in your dreams. They're still there. They just physically can't be touched, but they're with you all the time. And just ask them to guide you and 
and, and show you the way. And also ask them to talk to God to, to, to help you heal with this grief because grief is really, really heartbreaking. And that's something that is like you can't shake. Um, so anybody going through that, God bless you. And like I said, tomorrow is going to be better than today. And if tomorrow is not, then maybe the next day will. And if the next day not, then goddamn believe it. In a few days or a few months or a few goddamn years or weeks, you will be back to who you are. You just have to know who you are and stand on that. Don't let nobody shake you from that. Don't never settle from that. You understand me? You are the fucking prize, ladies. You are. Don't be chasing no nigga. I don't care how much money he got or how much money he said he has. Who cares? Because you're a boss and you can make your own money and you got your own money if not more than him so on that note y'all stay sucker free it's a wonderful beautiful sunday i'm about to go take a shower get my life together my daughter just went to hang out with her cousin and she was with her dad yesterday and her sister and they went to dinner and she had a great day and you know she's getting older she's gonna be 15 in april and next year she's having this big extravagant sweet 16 and i'm like working on that now i'm working on her sweet 16 now so that being said, um, yeah, guys, just keep it, keep it chill and let's see where this world takes us. And another thing before I go, live your life right. Don't be doing no fuck shit because I'm telling you, karma is real, baby. Karma is so real and it's both ways. When you do good karma, you get good karma. You do bad karma, it comes back to bite you in the ass when you least expect it. So stop being a fucking sucker and keep it real. And on that de- that note, this is Fairy Child coming to you from the streets of Harlem. It's Sunday. It's God's Day. And stay blessed. Talk to you guys later. Peace out. Bye. Hey, what's up, guys? This is Fairy Child coming to you from the streets of Harlem and it is actually 3.13 a.m. And uh, it's Friday morning. It's so sporadic. And um, I just felt like I wanted to be a little vulnerable. And I just wanted to say a few things. It's not going to be a long podcast. But I just had something just to get off my chest. Because, you know, in a few months I'm going to be 40 years old. And by the grace of God, you know, that's a blessing. I'm very grateful. And um, I'm so hard on myself. Uh, um, for those that don't know me and, the, and those that do, I'm very hard on myself. And there's certain things that I um, expect from myself. And, you know, I might not always be able to live to that degree of you know expectation of what I see for myself or and I felt like at this point in my life um, I just feel like I am in a place in my life where I feel like I'm so transparent and I'm very forgiven I'm very empathetic and I think the only reason all those things is because I've been through situations that made me have to face those things and and I had to face it um I lost a lot of people I love um I don't have a lot of people on this earth right now 
that I can call on. And, you know, I might seem so brave and so strong on my Instagram. You know, I'm very inspirational and um, sucker-free. But I'm that way because I've been through so much. And I, I watch this guy. Um, and this is what made me feel like I needed to do this this uh, Instagram. I'm not even Instagram with this um, podcast because um, I'm very private I like to keep things to myself and only share what I want to share but I know that I do inspire a lot of people even if they don't say it or not Um, I do have a lot of people that watch my stories and they might not even like it or whatever but they watch it every day and if they can hear this I want them to know you might see me always going out having a good time you know a kiki and the vibe. I'm always speaking positive vibes out in the universe. And the only reason I do that is because I've been on my own for so long, you know? It's a lot that you guys don't know about me. And I love it that way because it's like an illusion. It's like a mystery. But me speaking from my own mouth is... We all human. We all go through shit, you know. Some of us are stronger than others because some of us take our challenges and our our burdens and we turn it into a blessing and we turn it into a lesson and we learn from it and we grow from it, we flourish it. Others of us will take things and we harbor it and make it negative and we beat ourselves up and we feel like we're not good enough. And I just feel like at this point in my life, no, I'm not the prettiest girl in the world. Those days are over. And even when I was a young tenderoni, I was a foxy little tenderoni. But my mental wasn't there yet. So I let a lot of people take advantage of me. And I didn't have boundaries. And I was mentally not healthy because of things that I've witnessed and things that I've dealt with as a youngin and experienced. And I didn't handle it. So I didn't know how to love. And I was extra toxic because I was very confused and I didn't know what love was. And, you know, so I would I would act out, you know. And I look back now and I just wish I could hug that girl. I wish I could hug my young self and tell me. Because I was always young, but I was always a hustler always had a job I was always very outgoing I you know I had both of my parents and I didn't have the greatest relationship with my parents because you know it was other reasons but neither here they had great parents and they loved me and they did their best and I just always wanted to be on my own I've always had a job since I was a young kid I've always been you know on my own But the more of the story is, I just wanted to take this video to say that life is a process. It's not a race. It's a process. And some of us won't get through it and some of us are not. And I feel like if you do get through it, you got to teach the ones that are not even ready for whatever's happening like 
you know, like the ones that's that's looking up to us, we gotta teach them the ropes so they could do better and teach their youngins the ropes. But neither here there, I ain't gonna keep going. It's been six minutes and fifteen seconds, but um, I was gonna talk about my night. I had a, a dope ass night. I went on a date tonight. But tonight is not going to be about the date night. I don't want to go into the date night. I went on a really dope-ass date. Um, we went to this dope-ass spot downtown, like one of those little bougie-ass little white clubs downtown. And it was cool. You know, my cup of tea. I just had on my Chanel sneakers and my Chanel bag. And it was a kiki. But that's neither here there. Um... I just feel like where I'm trying to go in my life, I just need positive energy, you know? And I just feel like a lot of people that are around me, some are good, some are opportunists, some are narcissists, and some is just like waiting to see what I'm going to do. And for all of them... I just wish them all the best because um, my boundaries are set so high. If you ain't meeting me halfway or you're not bringing that energy to me to inspire me, we can't, we can never be. There can never be nothing. I need respect. I need security. And um, I need a man with a plan. If you ain't got that, bro, leave me alone. You understand me? Leave me alone. I mean, I pay all my bills by myself. I do everything by myself. You know, paying for vacations for me and my daughter by myself. I'm doing everything by my motherfucking self. Why the fuck I need a dude to come in my life to irritate me and shake me up off my motherfucking square? I love it. Fuck a dude that's like, hey, sis, what's up? Can I court you? You want to go out for dinner? You know? These dudes out here are wasting time and they're wasting mine. They don't even waste mine. I'm not giving them an opportunity to waste mine. I know that I know. I'm going to go to bed because I'm tired. So, and I guys, this is Fairy Child coming to you from the streets of Harlem. And I'm outie. Bye.